I told you. What did I tell you? Didn't I tell you? Cause I told you. That is so fetch. Gretchen, stop trying to make fetch happen. It's not going to happen. Sweet setup. What do you make here? Don't worry about it. Oh, cool, 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 cool. No doubt, no doubt, no doubt, no doubt. Well, Dick, here's the deal. I'm the best there is, plain and simple. I mean, I wake up in the morning, I piss excellence, and nobody can hang with my stuff. Take it home with you. Uh, I can't wait till we don't have to do this. All right. <clears throat> yes, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. No, no, no. Until we're done this podcast. No, I agree. Yeah. Fuck, yeah, fuck this show, seriously. No, uh... <clears throat> Hey everyone, <laughs> we're so, we're so excited to be back. Uh, here, here we are on Sauce and Goss, and uh, you know, man, uh, as per usual, I'm Ryan. As per usual, <laughs> except for yeah. that one time. <laughs> I'm Fiona. Yeah. Everyone, how's it going? <laughs> yeah, same as same as always. And uh, holy shit, oh, man, here we are. Fun intro to this episode. We're gonna get loopy what a today. Week. <laughs> what a week it's been, man. Oh my yeah. god. You're having um, a real good time. Uh should we just like dip right into it? Yeah, I think we should. Now, like, I'll say this. I don't know why. Maybe it's because so much crazy stuff has been going on. It feels like the last episode we did was like four years ago. Um I know. I, I, I agree. What has happened? Um yeah, crazy stuff. Do you want to kick us off? Where do you want to start? Yeah, we'll we'll start with um, um the bad news, which is um, <laughs> Ryan's hero is maybe no longer his hero, uh, because Relax. um, Daddy Chris D'Elia has had some uh, allegations come up for sexual uh, misconduct. Um, that's that's new in the news. Some people took to Twitter, um, like with like screenshots saying he allegedly tried to like get like i don't know pictures or like to hang out with this girl i don't really know all of the details 100 percent, but um he came up with a statement right ryan saying that that's not true he's only been after like he's mm-hmm. only tried to talk to legal like people of legal age but i don't know this girl's saying yeah. a different story so yeah it, it all started when um a young lady on twitter basically um said that he you know was trying to get her to you know send him nudes and different stuff like that um and sending inappropriate messages and then other people started piling on so yeah it's it's crazy now like you know i um i don't know man i i don't uh it's a weird thing because you know he like i love chris like i love his comedy and like lots of people are you know using this as an excuse to pile on and like discredit his work and be like ah fucking you know crystal lee is not even funny who cares and it's just like well that's your opinion man i i think the guy's funny like you know i've enjoyed his podcast um you know listening to a lot of his comedy has um you know gotten got me through some shitty times uh like you know, I don't think Seinfeld is funny, but like if you think Seinfeld's funny, I'm not going to shit on you as a person and be like, oh, you think Seinfeld's funny? You're so basic. Like, you know what I mean? It's just that's dumb. But like, that's not the important aspect of it here. Um, you know, a bunch of people have come forward saying, 
essentially that he, um, you know, tried to pursue them sexually. And there have been allegations that some of the girls were underage. Um, many of the accounts that uh, I and many others have been reading on Twitter are, you know, from women who were of age and he was just kind of rude to them. And um, I haven't now apologies if anyone has seen it. Like I, I haven't read anything explicitly saying he physically sexually assaulted anybody, which um, I hope he didn't. Um, but uh yeah, I mean, there's all kinds of shit flying around, and basically, yeah, he he um, he issued a statement today to uh, to TMZ. Uh, I'll read the statement here. Uh, Chris says, "I know I have said and done things that might have offended people during my career, but I have never knowingly pursued any underage women at any point." All of my relationships have been both legal and consensual, and I've never met or exchanged any inappropriate photos with the people who have tweeted about me. That being said, I really am truly sorry. I was a dumb guy who absolutely let myself get caught up in my lifestyle. That's my fault. I own that. I've been reflecting on this for some time now, and I promise I will continue to do better. So that was essentially his statement. Um, so, yeah. I don't know, man. It's uh, it's a weird thing because it's like, yeah, he's he's an artist uh, in the comedic vein that I have enjoyed. And um, yeah, this is a bummer. Now, obviously, it doesn't really matter how it affects my life. Like my life's going to go on. I, you know, I, I have other interests. Um, you know, <laughs> everybody knows I'm a big fan of the guy. But like, yeah, it's one of those things where it's just like, you know, um there's like a moral line that you have to now be faced with as a fan. Like, I mean, the same thing happened uh, with Ryan Adams. Uh, now that all started like before we started doing this podcast, but like me and my friends are huge fans of that guy. And uh, the one night I'm sitting there eating dinner with Kate, it breaks on Twitter. Like all of the uh, same thing, like that Ryan Adams was inappropriate texting a girl that was underage there were other accounts from other famous women um like his ex-wife mandy moore basically just saying he's manipulative like he you know uh because he's like at at the time anyway he was a you know a producer and a very well-known figure in the music industry uh, a lot of female artists uh said that like he basically like tried to hang their career over their head if like they didn't sleep with him that kind of thing which is obviously extremely fucking shitty um and uh his power which is never a good thing but there were also allegations of uh i believe it was just one girl in particular in ryan adams case i could be wrong there um there was one at least in the original story that uh was underage and he claimed that he didn't know she was underage and that she lied and said she was 20 or something. I don't know. But like same type of thing. Like at that time, I remember messaging my best buddy who got me into Ryan Adams and being like, what the fuck? Like, you know, because obviously like, you know, it, it's one of those things where obviously Chris is in some trouble and like he has some shit to answer for here. And that's not. Uh, a tragedy by any means like he's a famous person who 
uh, quite clearly at the very least did something similar to Ryan Adams and abused his power and, and, uh, you know, tried to meet girls on tour years ago, uh, obviously before, like he had his kid and everything, um, and, uh, was just acting like a, a famous idiot, uh, living the rock and roll lifestyle, like, you know, um, meeting, meeting women at his shows and trying to hook up with them. If that was just all it was, I, if that's all it was, I would be like, what are we even talking about here? Because if it was just a thing of like, you know, I've seen some of the recollections from some of the women saying like, yeah, I met him at his show in X city and whatever. And he tried to get me to go to his hotel room and I wouldn't. So he blocked me on Twitter. Like if, like if that's all it was and it was just like, okay, he wanted to hook up with girls. This girl said no. And he was a dick to her. I would just be like, okay, well, so all right. But it's the fact that there are allegations from the the first woman who tweeted about it, who's now obviously older, claiming that like he was trying to get her to send nudes and that and and that he knew she was underage. Um, obviously, an investigation's got to go down here because like a lot of the women were sharing screenshots of like him DMing them on Twitter and stuff. What obviously an investigation's got to happen here, and um, yeah, like you know. Certainly what we know right now is that at, at, at best he's a manipulative dick and was like being shitty to women, which sucks Mm -hmm. at worst. He's a, a total fucking creep. And until we know more and, uh, like we're literally recording this the day this all broke so, um, like he issued a statement two hours before we came on this podcast. Like, um, so in terms of all of that stuff, like child luring and accusations of like grooming teenage girls to like hook up with them or something. Um, if, if a shred of any of that is true, f- then fuck that guy. Like he, he needs to like go to prison. Um, and, and it like, no matter what happens here, his reputation and career are tarnished forever. Um, and obviously, like, lots of people are having a lot of fun at his expense right now. And one thing that bothers me about this whole uh, trial by media thing is, like, people will just jump in without having any facts. Now, I know what people are saying out there. Um I'm not discrediting any of the claims any of these women made at all. That's not what I'm saying. I'm just saying that, you know, there has to be some due process here. I want an investigation done. I want, you know, emails collected. I know that, like, a lot of these women provided screenshots, and it's very damning shit. But, uh, and and for the record, I'm not defending Chris at all. Um, this is fucked. Um no, but and, you're uh, you're saying that um, before we make our final um, like decisions about what he did, like it, it needs to go, yeah, like by, like a detective needs to look into it. it needs yeah. to go to court or something. Like I need hard verified yeah, hard evidence. evidence. Yeah. And I know and I know people out there are already turning the podcast off and 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 don't want to hear anything else I have to say because they're like, what more evidence do you need? These women are sharing screenshots. Well, let me just say this. 
I, I'm not discrediting any of these claims, but I want them investigated properly because theoretically, let's just be honest here, tomorrow you or any other female I've ever worked with or come in contact with could accuse me of something. It, it could. And then now I'm in a position where I have to be like, no, that didn't happen. And people pile on and go and, and say whatever they want, right? And and we've seen this before recently with an, another thing that just came out. And we discussed this on a previous pod uh, about the whole um, Amber Heard and Johnny Depp thing. Where I remember a couple of years ago, like Johnny Depp was canceled, quote unquote, um, because Amber Heard like made all these allegations that he physically abused her and mentally abused her and blah, blah, blah. And then it turns out actually that she's a giant lying piece of shit and that she's the, was the manipulative, abusive one that like beat him up. And I think like she did lose out on on roles and stuff, whatever her like she, she, she did. did her career did take a hit after that which good it should have but you're right um, and for a and while today, it also messed with johnny depp's career so a thousand percent like he he like basically became a recluse for a couple years and like you know he like was in a band and shit and like uh, he canceled all that and like you know essentially like stayed in his house because people were like fuck johnny depp what a piece of shit blah 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 and, and whatever and it's like well you know what, man? I, I wonder what those people think now because it turns out she's a complete fabricator and a lying fuck. And I know that this, you know, with the Me Too movement and all that, it's great. It's, it's, it's mostly good work being done. And I say mostly because, you know, things can happen where it's like, you know, things swing on a pendulum, it seems, in life, in any aspect, from one extreme to the other. For the longest time, wrongly, it was a woman would come forward rarely, but if she did, she'd come forward with an accusation and it would not get properly looked into. It was just like, ah, no, that didn't happen, especially involving famous people. Like it was like, that didn't happen. Like bullshit. Right. Which is wrong. Like that, like claims of sexual abuse, sexual assault, that kind of thing should be taken very seriously. But now you swing it to the other side where, when, you know, extreme feminists, you know, were tweeting out with when like the whole Me Too movement and Time's Up and all that was happening, uh, extreme feminists and stuff were tweeting stuff like ha like hashtag believe all women and all that stuff. And it's like that's fucking dangerous, too, though, hmm. and not the point, because you can't just implicitly tweet something so. Um, I, I don't know how to describe it. Uh, doors shut. Do you know what I mean? Case closed. Like, because that's not how justice works. There's gotta be an investigation. There's gotta be some evidence here. And it's not in the name of discrediting anyone's claims. It's just like, be careful here because, what if it turns out, and I'm not saying it is or will, that some of these allegations against Chris, certainly the most serious ones of like luring people underage, aren't true? What if they are? I'm not saying they're not. What if they are? Because I, we literally just saw this happen with Johnny Depp. Now, I'm not saying that because I like Chris. Obviously, I would prefer to not be in this situation. I enjoy the guy. He makes me laugh. But... 
Um, we literally saw this happen with Johnny Depp where everyone was like, this guy sucks. And then it comes out that it's totally not true. And Amber Heard basically gets backed into a corner where she's like, yeah, like she admitted she bullshitted and made all that up. And then I see a story today come out that um, Amber Heard has been accused of having a three-way with Elon Musk and Cara Delevingne, or Delevingne, however you say it, doesn't matter, uh, while she was married to Johnny. because they were. <laughs> and so you're just like, you get into a situation like that where it's like, you know, I could accuse you tomorrow of murder. That doesn't mean you did it. It means I accused you of it. Mm-hmm. Now, again, I'm not discrediting what any of these women said. I don't know how many times I have to say that. I I want the allegations to be taken seriously and investigated properly. Mm-hmm. And I'll I'll just say this: it's not looking good for him. But yeah, yeah. And at the end of I the day, know. if they can if they can prove that whatever he was messaging these girls, like if if they can prove that he did not know that they were underage. At the like the very least, he's a he's a like a gross piece of trash that is trying to get any any messages like that to girls like you shouldn't do. So like I don't respect him anymore, regardless of what the official outcome is. I agree. Uh, but- I agree. Um, I I am at a serious like loss for words because again, like I I I did really like him. You know, and and regardless of whether any of the underage stuff and allegations are true, I I can't help but ever not like I can't ever look at him the same. Mm-hmm. And um, he he played um his his role in uh, you um a little too well. That since then I was like he's got a vibe that I don't trust. <laughs> Yeah, like, obviously, that's part of people piling on, like, oh, how ironic the guy played a pedophile in you and all that. And it's like, yeah, that's not looking great for Chris's case here. But, again, it's one of those things where he says he didn't do that. People say he did do it. I want to see some due process here. And if he's guilty of any of those crimes, then fucking this guy's got to go to prison, like, just straight up. And that's coming from one of the biggest Chris D'Elia fans, formerly anyway, out there. I, I've enjoyed the guy's comedy for years, and uh, it was the same with Louis C.K. when all that stuff came out. I was a oh, big yeah. Louis C.K. fan. So, I, I still think comedically, one of the greatest comedians of all time, just in terms of the craft. But that doesn't take away from the fact that he was a fucking idiot, and a total piece of shit to people. And he used his celebrity status to lord over other people and do things that were completely inappropriate. So, you know, um, yeah, it just a crazy start to the day today. Like I wake up and my phone is exploding with all my friends being like, did you see? And yeah. I'm like, wow, <laughs> what the fuck? Like in that the very least, yep. <laughs> yeah. What an idiot, man. Like he he took a very promising career and uh and his podcast, which is extremely popular and all that, and it's all fucked now. And and again, 
let me be clear to anybody out there who's just like, oh, what about the women? Uh, yeah, dude. I'm not saying that this is a tragedy for Chris. I do not feel bad for the guy. I'm not saying, oh, his career. Like, that's not yeah. what I'm doing here, guys. It's yeah. just... You're not feeling I'm, bad for him. You're saying he had no. a career. Why did he waste yeah, it? Yeah, dude. I'm commenting on the fact yeah. that he... What a massive fucking blunder. It'd be no different in, in, a, in a sense... Uh, like I, I have a promising career, I think. If I got drunk tonight and crashed my car and killed somebody, people would be go you included, I'm sure, would be like, "What a fucking waste! Why would you do that?" You yeah. know what I mean? That's my reaction. I'm not going, "Oh, poor Chris," at all. I can't stress that enough. So don't fucking freak out at me. Uh, I didn't do it. So, um, yeah, man, crazy stuff, man. Yeah. And, and God, I pray he's not guilty of what he's being accused of, but, ugh, but if he boy. is, then let's let him have the fullest extent of the law rain totally. down on him. Million percent. Um, some, uh, it's not a very good day, um, today for celebrities and, um, <laughs> sexual misconduct because again, a little bit right before we, uh, we started recording this podcast, um, another story broke. Um, Danny Masterson, the uh, character, the the actor who played um, Hyde on that '70s show, is um, charged with three counts of rape, and is facing 45 years to life in prison if convicted. I think his court date is in uh, September. He apparently um, he allegedly raped these three different women between 2001 and 2003, all in the comfort of his um, Beverly Hills home. Um, so, so there's that also. Yeah. And, um, I, I liked that 70s show and Hyde was my favorite, favorite character. And now I cannot watch it anymore. He was, he was most people's favorite character. Cause he was yeah, that he was big brother yeah. dick guy, you know? Um, it, yeah, this one isn't shocking as much because like this has been in the news for a few years now. Like he, yeah. He got accused a, a couple years ago. Yeah, 2017, toward, I think. Toward um, the end there, of the ranch. Yeah, the, and then... Um, and they kicked one, him off the ranch. Yeah. They replaced, like, his character, basically. They killed him off. Yeah, there was um, not enough evidence for one accusation, and then um, it reached the statute of limitations on another allegation, so he couldn't get charged with it, which is stupid. Um, but whatever. But now, now he's going to be getting probably the justice that he is deserved um, come September. Yeah. And, and that's, that's a situation where it's been a long process. They looked into a lot of things uh, properly and like he, he basically, if I'm not mistaken, like admitted to it. Um, and so that, that is a situation where, you know, uh, good. Exactly. Like that, that, that should happen. And that's what I'm talking about with that pendulum, not to swing this back to Chris, but like, that's the thing is like 30 years ago, maybe less than that. You know, I'm not, you know, tuned in as much, but probably 20, 30 years ago, maybe even less that doesn't get any traction. And that's, what's so wrong about the past and the way things quote unquote used to be. 
those women would have come forward and said like Danny Masterson or whatever the fuck his name is did this and that, and people would have been like, ah, oh, he's fi- nah, dude, that didn't happen, or it wouldn't have been investigated fully. It would have been brushed off, and then you know, because st- we obviously know that that's so wrong and stuff like that happens. Um, you get situations on the other side of it where, uh, like what we're seeing with Chris and, uh, fully and, and, and get some shit uncovered because in Chris's situation, it is not hard to get companies like a lot of the screenshots that people had were on like Facebook and Twitter and shit. It is not hard to get those messages. They are archived like Facebook and Twitter can a million percent work with the authorities and provide whatever they want. And same with his emails and stuff. So if he is guilty of any of this stuff, it is not hard to uncover that. So fuck. We'll see. Oh boy. Oh boy. What an idiot. Some some way that um, Facebook and Twitter almost like should monitor people's messages and, and look out for stuff like that because i mean there's there's definitely there's definitely a job out there for someone to notice uh like an older gentleman messaging younger um people not of age i feel i don't know i feel like the technology is there someone should should be on the lookout i don't know i guess people don't want their messages read but I mean, if you're not if you're not breaking the law, then it shouldn't matter. <laughs> that's the whole thing, too, though. That's a tough that's a tough part of modern day society too. that line between privacy and monitoring things. Now, obviously, I don't know how they could how they could actually properly monitor something like Twitter with like Twitter's got like three billion users, more if not more, how you could possibly monitor that. But, I, I think the, the, really at the end of the day, the best thing that needs to happen is that women uh, and and I know that this you know happens to men too. Like young boys have been victimized by well a number of different people and let's just say organizations over the years. So that like uh, like underage sexual assault of the the most disgusting crime on the planet in my opinion i actually think it's worse than murdering somebody it is 100 percent worse than murdering someone you just the we've the already been over this in a very early podcast my we did yeah the punishment for yeah. some of these allegations if convicted yeah um, so y'all know what i think should be done to mr masterson's junk uh, yeah, I think that was our first episode, so that's yeah. that's fun. Um, yeah, it actually might have been our. We're talking about old Harv, Harvey Weinstein. Yes, he got um, old Harv. So yeah, yeah. old Harv. Go back yes. in the Rolodex. We're available Apple Podcasts, Google Play, <laughs> Spotify. Yeah, weird time to plug our show. Um, oh, yeah. No, it's uh, hey, but you're listening, so I'm assuming you want more. Um, yeah, it's one of those things where it's just like, uh, yeah, I wake up, I look at it and go, oh, fuck, what an idiot. And uh, I hope that um, I hope that any women or young girls that he um, negatively impacted are going to be OK and able to, you know, 
um, move on and, and have some, you know, quality of life past this. Cause it can be, you know, I, I, again, it's an experience I've never experienced and I'm not just like, you know, our last couple episodes talking about, um, you know, the, uh, the Black Lives Matter movement and Indigenous Lives Matter, all that stuff. I don't understand what that's like. I never will. I won't pretend I do. And so my one comment would just be, I hope that people that are negatively impacted by things like this are able to have a quality of life and and recover somehow. Because, yeah, like I, I'm I'm sure it can be very traumatizing. And that's all I can that's all I can say. You know, yeah. I don't want I don't want bad shit to happen to anybody, period. That's that's basically it to the purest, smallest form. Um, fuck. I don't know. Yeah, I've got another um, celebrity tidbit here. Um, Justin Bieber. Um, he's apparently um, I don't know her name, uh, but there's some like young, like teenage, like um, like famous girl out in like Europe somewhere. Um, and he, I guess, has been questioning why she hasn't been using her voice to talk about, like, the Black Lives Matter movement, um, and, and, like, he's coming out of the gate, like, for, like, no reason. It's not like they're, like, close or, like, he is, or he's not talking about any other celebrity, but he singles out this young teenage girl who, um, I think rightfully so doesn't want to get, like, political, like, She's just like, she's a young girl. She doesn't want to, I don't know. I'm not saying that there's a reason for anyone to not be using their voice for activism, but I'm saying if you're using your voice for proper activism, then you don't need to call out someone for not doing it. You know what? Does that make sense? Yeah. Yeah. No, I totally understand. And like, I'm unfamiliar with the story you're telling me. Yeah. Um, it's not on TikTok. So. Oh, okay. Well, there you go. Yeah, I don't know, dude. I, I think yeah. it's wrong and to pressure people there's, to... <laughs> there's videos of young Justin Bieber, the same age as her, making racial videos, saying the N-word, saying if he kills someone, he would be part of the KKK. Like, he, there's video of young Justin Bieber saying this. And now, now he's getting all high and mighty, so calling that... out people for not being better than he was. Uh, that I don't know. That's something I'm unaware of too. I yeah. don't really pay much attention to the Beebs. Yeah. Uh, sorry. Yeah. Young, young, young wow. Beebs. Like, That's before, crazy. I think before he got famous, or like at the, I don't, it must have been, he was pretty young, so it must be before he got famous. Cause, yeah. I don't well, know. Well, and I, I mean, think if it was after he got famous, there would be more. Um, totally. A word about it. But yeah, so that, like, there's literal video evidence of him dropping the hard R. Um, <laughs> and now, and now he's saying that. I don't know. I don't like that. He's a piece of garbage. I've never been a big fan of him. I mean, that's irrelevant to the topic. Um, but it I, I, be said. <laughs> I guess. Yeah. I, you know, I, it's stupid to say that though, really like, and I'll, I'll call myself out it. Like that. I love that people are doing that and like tying that back to like to Chris who coincidentally, funnily enough, Justin Bieber is really good friends with. Um, like, like, why are people commenting things on all social media platforms uh, whenever this happens and just being like, uh, uh, oh, well, I was never a fan of him, so fuck that guy. It's just like, is that the point, though? <laughs> like, we, like, as if we care that you liked them? That's not 
really the message here, is it, <laughs> guy? Like, it, it's so bizarre to me, like, that that's the comment. Like, why you know, not just, like, boy, that's really shitty. I, I hope, I, I don't know. Like, it, I don't even know what to, like, comment because I don't get involved in stuff like that. I think it's dumb because I'm not involved. I wasn't there. So how would I know? You know what I mean? It's just one of those things where everybody on the internet now thinks that they, that's the negative, like yeah. one of the negative and I think sides just of social calling media. Calling up people like that, it's, it's again, yeah, taking away from the point. Like the point is, you know, Black Lives Matter. Are you still there? I don't know if you can hear me. It's frozen. I'm going to keep talking. Are you good? Are you there? I am still here. Okay. You could hear me the whole time? Yeah. Okay, I so- wasn't frozen. I was just sitting really still. No, my like my screen was frozen. Oh, okay. Like cool. it was no. in one of those blurry like. <laughs> no, I'm yeah. chilling. I'm here. <laughs> okay. Um. Gosh, what was it? Yeah. So using, saying like bringing something up like that, spreading negativity that's not spreading the right message about being a proper activist, just like just getting the proper information out there. You're just wasting your time trying to make someone else like feel bad. Like that's literally the opposite of what this whole movement's about. Yeah, well, and, like, at the end of the day, and, like, Anthony Jeselnik, another comedian I like and uh, and whatnot, like, has a good bit about this where it's just, like, when you go online and, like, comment something like that, you're making it about you. Mm. And that's, like, just fuck off. Because when... When something like this comes out, like the example right in front of us, Crystalia accused of, you know, sexually luring teenagers or whatever the fuck your headline is. And like and and then you go on there because you make it about you when you comment something on that and go, oh, well, I never liked him anyway. What a fucking loser. It's just like you commented that to make yourself look good now that like this bad thing has come out about this person you you're commenting oh well i was never into them anyway as if to distance yourself from any now new negative press about the person but if it was the person you like everybody has like a famous person they like in some respect in some respect even if it's small you like someone's songs you like someone's whatever it is an actor if it comes out about your favorite person, you're like, oh, no, or whatever. But when it's someone else you, you like to and you don't like them, fine. You don't like Chris fucking Delia's comedy. That's fine, dude. Good for you. Hey, man, we've said numerous times on this show, fucking like what you like. You like fucking, uh, oh, my God, her name is escaping me right now. Why is this happening? I'm having such a brain, like, malfunction. I don't know here. if you're going to say Ariana Grande or yeah, 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 Gomez. Yeah. <laughs> Well, both both of them. Great example. You like them. I don't particularly like them, but it's sick that you like them. That rips. Good. Yeah. And I know and that they that rip. was uh, they rip. And I know that that was Chris's catchphrase and all that shit. I'm I'm stealing it. It's mine now. Um. And uh, I I fucking own it. The show still rips. And uh, yeah, it's just ridiculous. Like uh, I, I just like to make it about you. Like like whatever you like, but then don't go and like turn on other people and go. Oh, you must be a bad person because the person whose art you supported has now been revealed to allegedly, I have to say that, be a bad person. It's like, what are you talking about? 
Like, like that doesn't make any sense. That would be like that's so bizarre. Like that would be like if you or I killed somebody, let's say, and then everyone else went, "Oh, you're her sister. You must be a bad person too." It's like, what the fuck are you talking about? Like, it, you can't just like associate somebody who happened to be a fan of somebody pre bad shit that they did and then after it comes out go oh well i never liked them but you did so that obviously must mean that you're uh, a bad person by extension it's just like how does what i don't understand that like that would be like if you live next door to somebody and like it was like oh their lawn looks like shit so your lawn must look like shit do you know what I mean? It's just like, what are you talking about? I don't know, man. People are so weird, and I hate social media. I think it's fucking. I think it's such a disease, and people people really think that they're important, man. Boy, people think that what they have to say is important. It's fucking annoying. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, follow this show on Twitter and everything, but don't follow me. I'm not important, and I don't do anything interesting other than this show uh share this show everywhere but don't follow me like if you do if you want to go for it but don't follow me because uh anything i say isn't important and i'm at least self-aware enough to know that like that's the number one rule so yeah be self-aware fucking Mm -hmm. like if, if for some reason any of my tweets started blowing up and tons of hundreds of thousands of people retweeted it that doesn't mean that like whatever i said in that tweet is the gospel like it man ah oh, people really love themselves yeah jeez i'm I don't sorry know how I, we got on that. I don't know if it's the connection is not great because every now and again i'm just getting like mumbles and then i have to piece together what you're saying um it's fine but i can't wait until we're not <laughs> using skype anymore it's gonna make it so much easier i know um, but I digress. It is what it is. Is it that bad, eh? Because, like, um, I don't know. For some reason, today is the worst it's been. Really? Yeah. I don't know. You keep glitching out on me, but I have no idea why. Um, but That's probably- bizarre. Like, yeah. you're, you've been great for, for, for my end. Yeah. So, I don't know. It must be my end. I don't, <laughs> I don't know. I don't know about that. Who knows? It's hard to it say. It doesn't matter. Um. Yeah, let's move we'll, on. Yeah, we'll move on. Um, this is funny because um, you sent me your um, agenda topics for this pod um, like a while ago. Um, and one of them is your bike rips. Um, so you have a good bike. But now we have a funnier story about maybe it doesn't. Maybe it's not great. <laughs> no, it, 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 it is, is. It is. But something not so great happened to you. <laughs> yeah. So like, okay, I got a rip roaring cool bike. Kate, my mom, and and her family, like, all banded together and got me a fucking sweet bike. It's a specialized, and it it's awesome. It's such a sick bike. And I'm fired up about the bike. I got it, like, a couple weeks ago uh, at the start of the month, and I'm fired up because I'm, like, I want to get back into biking, be a little more active. I love biking. Sweet. I've got this bike. And uh, it's been awesome. We've been riding like every day. And then yesterday, Kate 
purchased me a water bottle holder. Now, none of what is about to, you know, be shared with you is Kate's fault in any way, but now I have a new thing on my bike and I I can bring my water bottle cuz before Kate and I would ride together, she had the lone water bottle holder and we would just share a water bottle. Uh now I'm like I can bring my own water bottle. Neat. We go on our regular route yesterday. We're having a great time. We're almost at the end of the ride. I would say we're 80% done. We're coming into this little cul-de-sac, and uh, it it ends. It's one of those little loop-de-loops, and, and it, the trail joins it. So, like, there are a bunch of different streets around here where you can get on the bike trail. We're approaching the trail entrance, and I pull my water bottle out to get some water. I go to put it back, so I'm leaning downward trying to force my water bottle in, As I do that, I got one hand on the handlebars, obviously, and I hit a rut in the pavement, like a wide crack in the asphalt. And the tires on my bike are like, you know, like skinnier, you know, trail riding tires. And my tire fits perfectly into this rut. I catch the rut and immediately just instinctively feel my bike violently jerk as I hit the rut and I instinctively with my one hand on the handlebars squeezed the brake. Well, it was the front brake I squeezed. And of course my momentum carries me ass over tea kettle over the handlebars. Like I did a full fucking 180 flip. I really, really wish that someone had have caught it on film. because it would have been on fail army for sure. I could have made some money with this. And, uh, Kate said it looked like a clip from the X games of like a wild wipeout. So I go over the handlebars. I've got my helmet on like you should. And I, I fall in somersault and hit my head, but I've got a helmet on. So I'm chilling. But when I fell, I put my hands out and shredded my palms on the asphalt. And then my left hand, which is my dominant hand took the brunt of the impact And it has swollen to a hilarious size. Like uh, my hand, my hand looks like a fucking balloon animal that a clown makes at a child's birthday party. That's what my hand looks like. And it's really swollen. Now I get up and the way I fell, I hit the frame of my bike. So I just crush my left nut on the bike. So my nuts hurt so bad. So that's that what I'm part of the story yesterday, <laughs> dude. Yeah. So I destroy my left nut and it hurts so bad. Dudes back me up on this. Not fun. And so I'm like kneeled over. I launch my bike with my legs as I flip onto this lady's lawn. And she's like, Oh my God. Like everyone's reactions were so funny. And like, I'll be honest, like, Kate was trying not to laugh and I'm the type of person that like when I see people fall especially off bikes it's the funniest thing ever I know I felt bad when you called and talked about it and I couldn't I, I just laughed right yeah you were laughing because <laughs> it's the funniest no thing ever it back. <laughs> like picture me just launching over bike handlebars like it's inherently funny I was laughing at the scene I was like huh this is pretty funny And, uh, like amazingly, like my phone was in my pocket, didn't damage my phone. 
like the helmet's all good. My bike is like pristine. Um, it's got a little scrape on the back of the seat and I destroyed my little bell. The bell is oh, just dust now. It's like, dong, dong. it doesn't ring. Like I broke it. The rest of the bike, like my little lights and everything, everything is a okay. I just somewhat scratched the seat. The frame's good. I like, that was the first thing I said. I like I'm kneeled down. Cause obviously I landed on my left nut and it hurts a lot so i'm kneeled down like wincing in pain and i'm like how's my bike and kate's like oh what the fuck are you all right and like the the old lady's neighbor comes out he's like holy shit man are you all right and i was like yeah man i'm chilling and he's like dude your hands are fucked and uh i didn't even that was almost a blessing in disguise that i landed on my nut because the pain of that masked what was going on with my mitts here my fucking meat mitts and uh i look at my hands and i'm like ah fuck man you remember when you were a kid and you would just like fall at school and you know scrape your skin off of your knee that's what my hands look like and uh so i'm like okay like my hands are a little bloody no big deal like this will wash off i feel fine I get up and I'm like, all right, yeah, I'm going to walk this off. So Kate is like, I can't believe you're up. Like, I'm like, I'm good, man. Like, it's fine. Get up, start walking. As I, as we're walking, I'm, I'm looking at my left hand and I'm like, boy, that looks, um, that looks buoyant. What the fuck? And, uh, I'm like, Hey, I think I broke my hand. And Kate's like, what do you mean? And like looks at it and goes, wow. Like my hand was just black and so bruised. And she's like, can you move your fingers? And I could, I I had total movement. I have it now. I I could move my fingers the whole time. Obviously a good sign, but I'm like, you know, maybe something internally in my palm. Like I broke a bone. Uh, It hurt. And so I called, then I called you and was like, not going to be able to finish the shift. And, uh, I, I come home, I, I dip it in ice water and I'm like, I should probably go to the hospital. One of my least favorite places on planet earth. I fucking hate going to the hospital. Yeah. Well, yeah. Right now, obviously up here in Canada and like some of our compatriot friends down South in some States, we've done a really good job of managing COVID-19. So I'm like, you know what? And Kate obviously had a bit of an experience there too. I'm like, you know what? It's probably not going to be that bad. I just get edgy in places like that. I'm like, I don't like it. So anyway, I go, I man up and I go to the hospital. For some reason in my mind, hospitals are associated with death. Well, yeah. I think that's that's a Michael Scott quote, I think. Well, no one goes to the hospital for good reasons. <laughs> other than like if your kid is coming. Okay. That's. That's basically the only positive thing going on at hospitals is children are being born. Other than that, you're probably going through those doors because something ain't right. And needless to say, you can see my mitt here. Other people can't. Something was amiss. Now, I go in there, and they've got it Loctite, dude. I went to St. Mary's General Hospital. Shout out to them. They fucking rip. The staff there was killer. Um Everything was like really locked down. I I had my own mask. They asked me a bunch of questions before I could even sit down. Um, I washed my hands before I went, washed uh, Purell 
when I got in there, which did not feel great on open wounds. All the scrapes. Oh my god. The alcohol did not feel great, but hey, gotta take one for the team, bro. And so uh, they're like, "All right, man, you're cool." Uh, They gave me a number, and I sat down. There were like three people ahead of me. There was hardly anybody in there, and um, yeah, within like I don't know, fifteen minutes, I got assessed. Um, the doctor who assessed me was super cool. And she just was like, wow, your hand is ridiculous. And I, we were just like laughing and I was like, I know it's pretty hilarious. And she was like, are you not in like a lot of pain right now? Like on a scale of one to 10, how bad does that hurt? And I was like, I don't know, two and a half. And she was like, fuck you must have a really high pain tolerance. And I do, I've broken some bones. But um, honestly, breaking my toe was way worse. The little bones in your toe and shit. Yeah. Like, I've digging. broken the toe before. Oh, terrible. I broke yeah. my big toe and it was like, oh, my God, agonizing pain. This just kind of went numb. Um, and uh, anyway, so I, I get assessed. She's like, we got to x-ray this, obviously. And I'm like, OK, I better settle in because I'm going to be here for a while. I was in and out of the hospital in just shy of two hours. Like now, obviously I mentioned it wasn't as busy or crazy a day, but still like, man, they were fast. They were efficient. They took good care of me. Uh, they sent me over to ambulatory care to wait for my x-ray uh, every five, 10 minutes. Like one of the nurses over there like came around and checked on everybody. I was in ambulatory with like, I don't know, five or six other people. Um, and coming by like, do you need any pain medication? Do you need this? Do you need water? Like they were taking really good care. Of everybody they rip, dude. We, you know, we, we've said this before, like the whole COVID thing, but even beyond that, just every day nurses and doctors, man, especially here in Canada, we're fucking lucky, dude. They rip, like they took such good care of me when I really didn't need it. Like, cause it turns out, luckily I got my x-ray within like 40 minutes. Nothing's broken. Um, it's just badly swollen. Uh, I do have some tissue damage around my fingers, which is a bummer. Um, and, uh, I ripped some cartilage, so my hand will not ever be a hundred percent the same as it was, but you know what, man, it could have been worse. Good thing. I had a helmet on. Uh, mm. I guess that that's my main message. Yeah. It really is the moral of the story. Cause like, let's say I did break my hand. Okay, man, you broke your hand, like, you know, common you injury. Yeah, if I like, yeah, that's that's my main thing. Like, don't be a fucking hero. That's the moral of my funny story of me f- crushing my nut and flying over the handlebars. Wear fucking helmets, man. Don't be a hero. Like, oh, fucking helmets, dude. I refuse <laughs> to get on a bike without a helmet. You gotta wear a helmet, bro. Skateboarding, whatever. In the summer, when I worked at um at the radio station at Fanshawe College, when I was living in London. And then I would get back to work and then I would bring my helmet inside and then I'd get kind of made fun of. And I was like, excuse me, I should be laughing at you guys for not wearing a helmet. Nothing you can say or do make me change my mind. I am protecting my head. Straight up, dude. Your head, your head is like one thing that like they just straight up can't repair. Like I break my hand, let's say, which luckily I didn't, even though it looks like a sushi. Um, you know, I break my head yesterday. We're not doing the pod. If I'm not wearing a helmet yesterday, I'm fucked. And like, that's the thing, man. Don't be a hero. Wear a helmet. Like, I know it doesn't look cool, but like, you know what looks way more not cool? 
fucking hitting your head and then being on an incubator for the rest of your life and being a vegetable because you were too cool mountain biking and I slammed mean, I mean, your face off of a tree. Bad. It looks like you're riding a bike, like whatever. Like, I don't know. Yeah. I feel, I feel so anxious if I ever like sat on a bike with a helmet on. I totally. don't know. They really drilled it into me um, in elementary school and props to props to the policeman who, who um, taught us bike safety. <laughs> yeah, man. Um, that's the way, yeah, that's the way it's gotta be, dude. Um, you know, like if you're going scuba diving, scuba gear doesn't exactly look super cool either. I wouldn't wear it to a dinner party, Yeah. but if I'm going scuba diving, I'm fucking wearing the gear. Like, if you're going um, skydiving, I mean, parachutes. <laughs> parachutes? <laughs> Can you imagine, dude? Just one guy in your party that takes it off. Parachutes are for pussy. Lands on a trampoline they, or something, it's fine. But... <laughs> yeah, he just goes through the earth. Like, yeah, man. Like, hey, man, being safe is not uncool. I, I'm psyched that... I didn't hurt my head or, or my neck or something. And, you know, God forbid had something really bad happen. My, uh, my mitts are a little sore. Uh, I'm chilling. I'm all good. I have a fun story about, um, the time I got a very, very swollen hand. Um, I'll tell that now. Just smack somebody too hard. Or... <laughs> I wish it's so much less fun than that. Okay. <laughs> okay. So you see how swollen your hand is. Okay. Yeah. And everyone at home who can't um, imagine. Um, I can't even say, imagine. Yeah. Like a literal balloon at the end of an arm. And that yeah. is Ryan's hand. And that was my hand in January um, before COVID happened and before the world shut down. Um, my mom and my sisters and I took a girl trip to the Dominican and um, was long this before story short, we started working together? This is before we started working together. I started in February, um, and then I took a few weeks off from my last job for the, before this job to chill. Right. So that's why yeah, we yeah. a trip. Um, take advantage I think, of it. I think you told us this story at work, though, because didn't we tease you and say, like, ah, nah, you were probably drinking and, like, probably. jokingly? Weren't we Probably. teasing you about that? Know. Continue your story. So long story short, um, sometimes when you fly in an airplane, you can get an ear infection. And that happened to me. I've never that's never happened before. I've never even got ear infections as a kid. So like I didn't know what was happening to me. Um, but I had to go to the hospital in the Dominican <laughs> um, because oh, I was no. not allowed to fly home with such like swollen ears. Otherwise, like like you can't fly in the plane other so so i had to stay overnight in a dominican hospital hooked up to an iv um and the iv was put so i'm afraid of needles so this is already hell having a needle in my arm the whole friggin day and a half that i was there and the, i don't know if it just wasn't put in properly or if i like moved it in my sleeve or something but basically my whole hand and partway of my arm started to fill with this fluid (laughs) and it was so swollen and gross so then my mom had to go get like the nurse and she took it out and then had to put it in this hand so so my left hand now had the the needle in it and my right hand was swollen that I couldn't even bend the fingers (laughs) 
<laughs> so I couldn't do anything with my hands. You would not believe how hard it was to go to the bathroom <laughs> with no usable hands. Oh, <laughs> uh, my God. So, yeah. So I know the pain of a swollen hand for a different reason. But, it, yeah, full of fluid. Gross. It didn't go down. That's I, I so didn't, I didn't feel normal again in my hand for, like, two weeks after getting home. That's probably what I'm looking at. Um, yeah. <laughs> the guy basically said, now I'll, I'll say this. My hand looks even markedly better than it did this morning and certainly yesterday. Like the back of my hand was black. Oh my God. Yeah. It's, I re- it, and it now, really looks fun like to poke. I feel it, like if I poked it, it in the right spot, it would just like it, deflate like yeah, Kate was like, oh, if we put a pin in it, it'll yeah. pop. Like, thank <laughs> That's you. That's what it looks like. <laughs> yeah, it's it's one of those things where, like, I can poke it hard now, and, like, it doesn't hurt. Like, I feel the the pain, and, and like, my hand doesn't like it, but it's not it's not searing pain whatsoever. I'm pretty lucky, man. I, I could have I really fucked my hand up, but... Hey man, it's all cool. And that and that was the second part of my fun week. So not to make this all about me, but I've had a funny week, man. At Monday, my lifelong computer, my trusty Mac, Mr. Mac, uh, died. It um it, it it internally imploded and is currently eating itself alive. Um I bought it basically brand new off a girl from Western when I first went to college, she thought she needed it. Didn't she had it for like a month and was like, I'm getting rid of it. I paid her a grand for it. It was probably worth 1500. I paid her a grand for it. I've had it for like 11 years, trusty computer. It has slowly started to die. My friend and I tried to replace the hard drive in it. Cause it was all corroded and shitty. Um, and, uh, it, it just gave out. It, it couldn't take it anymore. Now I'm getting a new Mac, which is really exciting. Um, but that happened Monday. I'm like, man, my computer, it, uh, that thing's been with me through everything. And uh, it died. And then I shredded my meat mitts. And uh, my hands look like fucking sashimi now. And, um, and then, yeah, I wake up to all this insanity with, uh, with the Leah, obviously. And I'm like, what the hell is going on? But uh, I can't yeah. wait for tomorrow. <laughs> What's going to happen? Don't 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 say that. Um, no, I'm really excited for tomorrow because things now things are going to look up. It, it's going to be OK because yeah, things come in threes. So that's three. <laughs> You're done. You're going to have a good Thursday. <laughs> it, you know, and, and again, I'm not trying to make like that Chris thing like I, I'm bu- I'm bummed about it. Like it sucks. So th- that what's funny about that is. On the way to the hospital yesterday, I'm sitting there quietly with ice on my hand, just thinking to myself as Kate's driving, you know, my computer imploded. My hand looks like sushi. What's next? <laughs> like, is someone going to die? I actually Almost. thought that. The man's career did, so. Oh, slam. And so, uh, yeah. <laughs> Yeah, I don't know. Maybe Thursday will be, Thursday will rip. It'll be fine. But mm-hmm. uh, hey, man, life's not that bad. We are chilling here. We are mm-hmm. we are all good. Fuck. Oh man, this show's so good. You know, I would have uh, I would have actually really enjoyed seeing a picture of you. And if there is a picture of you with 
the swollen ears. I, I'm, I, I don't think you can't really see the ears, but I'm gonna try to find the picture of my hand. Oh, okay, because like I think yeah, like the somebody ears were with like all a... like inner pretty much that wasn't worth uh, taking a picture of. Um, okay, it was gross. The, the the doctor, um, I had to go to the like the whatever nurse person at the resort first. Um, oh gosh, that's also a story in itself. And then so she's sticking this like thing in my ear to check it out. But it's so like swollen shut that she like rams it in, and I start like bursting out in tears because I could not handle it. It hurts so bad, and she's like, "Your ears are really swollen," and I'm like, "The fuck? Yes, they are." Yeah. <laughs> Thank you. She's like, "So you're gonna need to go to the hospital," and then ushers me and my sister into this taxi, and then they take a really sketchy way, and I couldn't even tell my mom or my other sister where we were going. So it took like a couple hours for us to get Wi-Fi and be like, "So we're at the." hospital you're gonna need to get into a taxi and come find us so that's fun <laughs> and they needed to take my blood um which again um is the worst thing i could imagine someone doing to me um because i hate needles and i hate um blood being drawn out of me so that <laughs> but i survived you're selfish <laughs> fucking you should share that with people like no I it's cannot, mine i cannot i I I appreciate anyone who donates blood, and I encourage everyone to do it. If I did it, I would pass out. Hey, man, I'm teasing you. Even talking about it right now, I've gone pale. Yeah, I (laughs) I can't even talk about it. You're very scared. It's okay, man. There's there's enough coming from the rest of us. They don't need you. I was just teasing you. I don't Um, even know my blood type. That's the thing. I've never. I don't know mine. I don't know mine either. Actually. I wonder if it says it on my health card. It probably does. That's none of your business anyway. I'm, <laughs> I'm, I'm just, you know what my blood type is, dude? Positive. Just positive. Yeah. I'm a positive fucking guy. Um, and this show's so positive too, dude. Even, even when we talk about really shitty things, so positive. Ha- dude, and, and by the way, this, the, oh my God, look at your fucking hand. That's so funny. Holy shit. Fee is showing me like the pictures of her hand in the hospital. Oh my god. You're fucking it. Our hands look identical right now. Like both of our hands, like in that state, could combine onto one body and make a balloon person. <laughs> we we both had the left and right hands of the Michelin man. That's what we <laughs> that's what we are. Like, remember that show, like My what's taking what, a selfie? I'm in a hospital bed. That's so <laughs> funny, dude. Oh my god, that's Good funny. Time. Man, um what was that show like was it like the Justice League where they had like the power twins or whatever that would like combine and shit? If we combined, we would become the Michelin man <laughs> with our hands like that. That's so funny, dude. Oh my god. At least I had my nails uh, done. So yeah, hey man, I'll say that. Like for your for your um exploded meat mitt in that picture, uh, and that's the difference between our two meat mitts. Which, by the way, that's probably the name of the episode. But um, at least your nails, yeah, they look really good in the pictures. <laughs> and that's why our blood type is positive on this show because we always see the silver lining. You know, it's so funny, man. Uh, jeez. Thank God your nails looked fly. Um, what else, man? What else do yeah, we got? What a lots. weird week. Um, we do we have lots. We have 
a number of more things. Okay. Um, Dude. This one's kind of boring. I don't know why you send it to me, but I'll okay. say it. Anyways. <laughs> okay. What is it? Sometimes well, we're I not, forget. We're not so much about um, facts on this show, but you sent me a fact about um, professor salaries at colleges have gone down 49% between 1970 and 2008, whereas the president of the college or university's salary have gone up by 35%. So that sucks um, that colleges are kind of ripoffs and um, Listen, professors aren't being paid appropriately. But I saw that on, on um, Hasan Minaj's show, Patriot Act. His last episode was talking about, like, is college still worth it? And it, it, I'd encourage you to watch it. Like, obviously, I really enjoyed college. It was a fucking great time. And I went to college in Canada, so it didn't cost $40,000 and my leg a year uh, like it does in America. But it is fucked how they are running the, the post-secondary school system down there. It's absolutely insane and not fair and shitty for kids. Like, um, the, the privilege and, and right of an accessible, good post-secondary education should not cripple people for 30 years with incredible debt uh, to achieve that. It's, it's fucked. Um, it's like most corporations, because let's be honest, that's what colleges are. They are a business first. Um, they do not care if you graduate. Um, I mean, I shouldn't say that. That's not true. But um, they are business first. And like most corporations, the people at the top who are running the corporation are getting paid way fucking too much. And uh, the people like professors and temporary professors, they call them adjunct professors, get paid hardly anything and they have no benefits. It's just like the system just does not make sense in the in the eyes of fairness. But yeah, I don't know. I just watched that and was just like, what the fuck? That pisses me off. Man, God, we live in such a rip-roaring country, dude. Like, college is expensive here, too. Like, it's I'm not saying it isn't. It's just, it's a whole other ballpark. Like, if we took our programs in the States, it would have been $30,000. And that is not what my school cost. Thank God. I don't know. Yeah, it's bonkers. Is my connection uh, any better? Did you hear any of that? I did. Um, oh, killer. Hi. Yeah, I heard all of it. It oh. really hasn't um, been acting up since I called it out. So maybe it just got self-conscious and uh, start, decided to smarten up. Big and, brother's uh, always listening. Better. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Thanks, FBI agent. <laughs> yeah. He's paying uh. attention to us in Canada. <laughs> totally. Yeah. Well, what's ours? CIA? That's still American, isn't it? Yeah, dude. So what's You're... ours? Nothing? You know what, man? I don't even know what the fuck the candidate. I What's think it's the difference actually... between FBI and CIA. What Dude, do they do? I don't know. Okay. I have no idea. But I know that here, our our investigative arm, I think it's called the Canadian Bureau uh, of Investigation, like CBI or something like that. Who oh, it doesn't roll the tongue as well. Yeah, it doesn't. Uh, so, uh, yeah, they're canceled. Um, <laughs> canceled. No. Hashtag yeah. canceled. Yeah, if you, yeah, your name's not catchy. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. That's no fine. big deal. We'll let them be. Um, we will. Um, this one um, is um, fun. Um, 
sorry. <laughs> I love your reaction to things. Uh, I'm sorry. This is just my Friday night right now. Um, so it's, I'm getting a little um, ditzy. But uh, the don't next say, topic. Don't say that about yourself. You're... Why not? I can say it about myself, but no one guess, else can say it about me. You're, That's yeah. the rule, right? You're, uh, sure it is. I sure. Yeah, I guess. You're a, yeah, you're, you're a clever, intelligent co-host. Thank you. <laughs> I've just acknowledged just now that it, how much I actually tease you because it sounds so odd me saying a compliment. And that's uh, just so everybody knows I'm actually not a bad person. I'm a really good friend. <laughs> I swear to God. It's true. After the show, we say nice things, so it it, it evens out. <laughs> yeah, it does. Okay, now the next topic. Um, giving kids cars when they turn 16. Um, you got to stop doing this. Please stop. Stop doing what this, What is your parents. deal with it? I just think it's like... And I don't know, man, like it's one of those things where like you're trying if you're trying to help your kid out or whatever. But I, I mean, just like don't just like give it to them now, like in the States, there are places where like you turn 16, you can drive and, and all that. Like up here, like you could get your like your G1, we call it your beginner thing. But you had to be supervised in the car. Like it just blows my mind, like more specifically, like rich people. And like, I don't mean to harp on, like if you're rich, good for you, I guess. But, uh, unless you're Jeff Bezos, you fucking alien. But, um, <laughs> yeah, it just is so bizarre to me to be like, it bugs me so much when like 16 year old kids like are on Twitter and are like, my dad bought me a Mercedes. It's like, God, oh my, what? Like, don't, have you seen how expensive college is buy that like yeah. uh a car it's just like you don't really need one that bad and like yeah, when you're 16 like 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 getting some like decent like and safe one used like off the lot or whatever and you want to help out your kid versus yeah like being being rich and, and buying just buying them a brand new mercedes like that's kind of crazy but i mean if you got the means for it i don't necessarily have a problem with it but um i don't know a I don't either. It's just like you got to make sure that the kid understands like, hey, this doesn't happen yeah. to everybody. Like, you, yeah, like, like you're not owed a car when you turn 16. This is a nice like goodwill gesture that I'm, I'm doing because I'm a nice parent. It's like, I guess I guess what it was was like it just gave me flashbacks of that show. My super sweet 16. You remember that? Oh, and like those I never watched it. But girls. Yeah. Like this isn't like, the car that I wanted. Like, legit. oh, my God, you ruined my birthday. Like, yeah, there's like a famous 16. Like, that doesn't mean anything. Yeah, there's like a famous meme out of one of them where like this one girl who was a huge bitch, like her parents got her like a beautiful new Acura. Like it was such a nice car. And like her uh she was so pissed that she didn't get a bmw and i was like like if i had been at the party which i don't know why any rich kids would ever hang out with me but like if i had been at that birthday party i would have been like i'll fucking take the Acura. you don't want it like i'll drive it away now like <laughs> it's just that's so bizarre to me it's just like you know it's kind of like i would equate it to like you know just you should be appreciative if someone gives you fucking anything. Like you remember how, when you were like seven and grandma would buy you socks 
for Christmas and you'd be so pissed because it wasn't a fucking Power Ranger. And then like now I get socks and I'm like, sweet, all my socks have holes in them. Like you know, I'm fired up. Of, of presents and Christmas and stuff. I think what people need to stop doing is if you're more well off, you need to stop giving your kids expensive presents from Santa Claus. Because, spoiler alert, I mean, if there's any kids listening to this, turn <laughs> turn off the podcast now. No, Santa's it's time for real, you to hear it. But, um, so if there's, yeah, there, if these kids are getting, like, going to school and, like, bringing, like, Santa got me this, this, and this, and, like, a classmate's not as well off, and they're wondering... Why am I bad? Why didn't I get nice presents from Santa Claus? And that yeah. breaks my heart. Just like buy your your kids the nice presents, but take the credit for it. Like my parents bought me this. And then it's easier for a parent to explain that to a kid instead of saying, oh, well, sorry, maybe Santa will be nicer next year. Like that. Oh, that's so sad. Yeah, that's not good. Like, yeah, fucking uh, Timmy got a teddy bear and fucking... Danny over here has got a brand new fucking iPad. It's so annoying. Yeah. yeah I, no, I agree. Yeah. No, that's a good point. Like, just parents, you know, you got to be responsible and just, you know, figure this out. You know, uh, I say this never having given birth. So, no, but, to say like, anything, spoiling, but... <laughs> spoiling kids is bad. And, like, you know, when I was a kid, like, we were pretty, we were treated very, like, we got lots of cool stuff. We got PlayStations and fucking Game Cubes and fun stuff. But, like, it wasn't constant. It was, like, on Christmas or our birthdays, my parents and, like, our family would, like, go gung-ho and get us, like, cool stuff. But, like, throughout the rest of the year, it was, like, hey, man, like, you've got a Game Cube. Shut up. Like, you know what I mean? It was just like, you know, because kids, man, like you don't get it. Like you don't have that when you're a little kid, you don't have that notion of selfishness or anything. You're just like, but I want it because my friend has it. You know what I mean? It's just like, but you got to make sure that they get the picture here. Like you can't just uh, you. Sh I, I don't like the notion of just handing people stuff without any context or prerequisite showing of good character. Like it's like if you. If, you know, if if your kid makes it through college and whatever and then you're like, hey, you know, I'll, I'll help you pay your student debt off. It's like, OK, that's a pretty cool thing to do because the kid has shown that the person has already shown initiative and drive by completing college. And then you're like, you know what? I'm going to help you out. It's like a situation like that. It's like, OK, cool. But like you can't just you can't just hand people everything. Because, you know, I'm not saying every rich kid that gets handed everything in life is a piece of shit, but also I am. So, um, yeah, we like you just people like that that get everything they want at like an early age and like are on yachts when they're 14. There's just there's just a so, really... yeah, it's entitlement. And then they're going to turn into a crystalia because they're entitled. OK, to this. well, so and <laughs> oh, my God. Okay. Well, and, I mean, uh, I mean, he is his his dad is a famous director, so, um, yeah. Anyway, no. Uh, I hate to go there, but I no, mean that's hey. what we're about. So I'm yeah, it's a to go there. It's a valid chirp. It's a valid <laughs> chirp, and I respect I respect your game. Thank you. I respect. <laughs> okay. Um. Then the next topic. Um. Something I can't really relate to because I'm not a nerd, but you oh. told me. Classes can be annoying sometimes. 
Okay, so you what are... you said is really offensive. I know. I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> so imagine my best that's... friends have glasses. So imagine like, that's I'm, the thing. I'm not that... judging. No. Yeah, that's the thing that sets me off. Like fucking. <laughs> what did you say about my specs? Um, no, dude. I was thinking about this the other day, and you know, you know how in life, like, just something will happen to you, and then years later, just like one weird little thing about that situation will happen, and it reminds you of that old memory. So this happened to me yesterday. Now nothing happened, but like, I'm, I'm, I go into the bathroom to like start my end of day process and I go to take my t-shirt off and like I wear glasses every day. I need to, you know, be able to read words and uh, I go and I pull my shirt off and the edge of the collar of my shirt catches my glasses and throws them off my face. Now, no big deal, but it reminded me and I actually stood and laughed at myself in the bathroom mirror for like 30 seconds because we're having a lot of fun at my expense on this episode. Okay. So at, well, and you too, cause you know, we are the Michelin man, but a few years ago, like, so for the longest time I refused to get glasses. I refused to a acknowledge I had a vision problem and B get them. Cause I same thing like you said i was like oh they're nerdy i don't want them but i mean i pull off glasses and i'm upset that i don't get to wear them i bet you yeah i bet you do i bet you do it's i yeah they're very stately i look way more intelligent with my glasses on i i just look like a white caker bum when i don't have them on (laughs) just like look at look at that canadian eh just yeah he's probably got pet beavers uh anyway so I finally get glasses. Uh, a couple years go by. I'm on to my second pair of glasses. I'm like 15. And I'm, again, in the bathroom at my parents' house. I'm, I'm like, I think it might have been after like a soccer practice or something. I go upstairs to have a shower. I go and I take, now let me paint a picture for you of my childhood bathroom. It's a small, like slender room where like, I'm standing in the doorway. To my right is the countertop with the big sink and vanity and the cupboards. To my left, right in the doorway, is the shower and tub. And on the other side of a little uh, dividing wall, on the same side as the tub, is the toilet. I know exactly what it looks like. Exactly, dude. I'm standing not that far away from the toilet. I am facing toward it, kind of. I same thing. I pull my t-shirt off really fast. The edge of the hole where my head goes catches my glasses <laughs> and launches them into the toilet yep. that I just pissed in. <laughs> so, I, I do not flushed it yet. <laughs> no. I launched my glasses into my own piss now let's take a step back and really break this down a why didn't i just flush it immediately before i got in the shower why didn't i do that b what are the odds of that happening ever again like i i yank my t-shirt off 
and my glasses perfectly leave my face and fall maybe a foot into the open toilet. And you know what? I know a lot of people out there are probably like, okay, dude, sure you did. Why don't you rewind the episode and fucking come back to my Michelin man hand? This happened to me. And I didn't tell anybody about it for a long time, but I obviously had to reach into the toilet and retrieve them. Um, Glasses are expensive. You can't just go out and. They were expensive, dude. Buy a new pair just because you pissed on them. (laughs) No, I didn't piss on (laughs) them. Like, basically, though, it's the same thing. It is, kind of. You just take them in the shower with you, get them cleaned up. That's exactly what I did. That's exactly (laughs) what I did. I pulled them out, I got in the shower. And I took like a little uh, container, like a Tupperware, yeah. and I filled it with with Dawn dish soap yeah. and put Dawn my glasses does more, in so there. so it's not a chore. I'm familiar. Oh, man. That's great. Sponsor us. But uh, how sick would it be if Dawn sponsored us, though? I use it every day. Um, the best soap. They clean little duckies. Yeah, absolutely. I used it to pull dead skin off my meat mitt. Um, now I had to clean it, dude. Um, so yeah, that's what I did. Help you pull skin off. Well, I had a bunch of hanging, it had a bunch of hanging bits off it when the accident happened. So, um, anyway, yeah. So I pulled my glasses out. Um, and I mean, you know, thank God it was my own piss, right? I mean, cause let's. Nothing's worse than stranger piss. If it had (laughs) been. I agree. That's what I always say. If it had been somebody else's, I would have had to just flush them and risk damage to our plumbing. But I pulled them out, took one for the team. I soaked them in a container full of Dawn dish soap and water and didn't wear them for like two days. And then I was like, you know what? They're fine. And they (laughs) were. Um, But embarrassing. That uh, That was fun, man. Piss glasses. How do you like that? I do like that. No, I you did. don't. <laughs> I, like the story. I didn't like it. I like the story because I figured out where it was going. So the story was fun. Myself. The so, story was great. Yeah. Um, speaking of bodily functions, um, Kate had a run in with a bird. Dude, I hope she isn't mad at me for telling this. And it's not that bad, actually. But like, what's funny is this item has been on our agenda for like three weeks. But obviously, some crazy shit has happened in the world. And again, uh, on the note of that, I would encourage anybody to continue to get educated on all the different racial inequities in the world and and continue to support all of those all of those movements. Uh, This shit is not over. But uh because all that stuff kind of bumped us down the list. Yeah. A couple weeks ago, we're chilling in the front lawn here. Kate and I are just, uh, this is why I have a Michelin man hand now. And that my computer exploded. Cause I laughed at Kate for this. She had bad luck. And then it turned to me because well, apparently you go ahead. Apparently well, we're, it's good luck, but to get shit on by a bird yes, is good a, luck. Is it really that's superstition? Oh, oh, well, great then. So, yeah, that actually makes sense because she's not the one with the Michelin man hand. So anyway, we're sitting there in the in the lawn and there's lots of trees in the lawn and we're we're chilling on on two lawn chairs. 
she the best part about this is that she moved like five minutes before this happened. So I'm in the sun. She moves her chair out of the sun because it's hot and moves next to me in the shade. Not five minutes later, she goes, oh, what the fuck? And I look over and yeah, a bird shit on her shoulder. Not a lot, but enough that you're like, come on. <laughs> it was funniest thing ever. The, the funniest bird story of all time, dude. Years ago, this has got to be 10 years ago. I'm at my best buddy Tevin's place. I'm helping. We're we're helping his brother load a bunch of groceries into the house, and his brother is like yammering on about how he was so stoked about like some concert he was going to see or something. And he's carrying a case of like Pepsi into the house, and he's like, "Yeah, it's gonna be sick," and blah blah blah. We're going camping, and he said something like, "Yeah, I love camping. It's it's awesome," and whatever. As he says that. A bird flies over us and takes a massive shit right on his head. It was amazing. And Tevin and I, and Tev, if you're listening to this, dude, I know he's probably already laughing and in tears. We were screaming laughing in the driveway. Like, we were rolling on the on the ground. It was so funny. Like, birds just know, eh? Like, literally, he's like, I love camping and being outdoors. Thunk. Yes, that's uh, the best. Oh, it was so it was poetic. I'll say yeah. that it, Shakespeare couldn't write something so fine. It was the best. Oh my <laughs> I love god! Birds. I've never been shit on one by shit on by one, so maybe that could change. But oh, don't say that. I know, right? Knock on wood. Live by a beach too. I do, and I've never been, and I. I've been into multiple like bird like exhibits and sanctuaries and stuff and never been shit on. But yeah, I've held frequent, a bunch of birds. You frequent bird sanctuaries, More eh? More than the average, I would say. I've I've been in bird enclosures. What? More than the average person has, I would say. Okay. I've held more <laughs> birds in my life. Right. Than many people. <laughs> Okay, <laughs> that's fine. I've held many birds. Many birds. That, that's um, the episode title right there. <laughs> that's the episode title right there. Meat myths, comma, I've held many birds. That is so funny, man. We And you know what? Some people might not like it. I love that we come up with the episode titles in the middle of the episode. I know. Like you, you're listening. Like doing it. <laughs> You're listening and you already knew the title going in. And like, I like that the listeners get to just hear that magic moment where we're like, yeah. there it is. <laughs> I've held more birds than the I don't know why I, I write notes if possible titles throughout the whole thing. Cause you're just going to tell me what the title is. during it. <laughs> I know, but I like that you do that though, because sometimes we have too sometimes many good ideas. Yeah, there's, there's always, um, we see a lot of funny stuff. I don't know if you've noticed, um, there's always lots to choose from. We we say we say some dumb stuff, and that's the point, man. It's just we're blowing off steam here. I hope you guys enjoy the show. Keep telling people about it. It's cool. Um, One time, I held two parrots at once, one in each hand, one in okay. each meat mitt. That was a good day. <laughs> Very good day. Yeah, that's awesome, dude. Cool parrots. I don't know, dude. They 
they seem kind of, I don't know. They seem annoying. Like, I don't know. I, I don't like birds really. Like toucans seem cool. I mean, I, I was big into toucan. toucan. Oh, really? See, I was big yeah. into toucan Sam. Like, I thought he was cool. I, I love birds. <laughs> <laughs> there's on my Instagram, there's at least three different posts of me holding birds. You know what? I think your one profile picture on it is right now. Site, it's me holding a bird. I haven't changed it in a couple of years. Yeah, it's you but, holding a parrot. Yeah, which is, like there she is. Here's me in the toucan. There it is, man. That yeah. that's a toucan. That's toucan Sam right there. Yeah. It was did lit. you get a? Did you? <laughs> it was lit. It was lit. Did you get a? Uh, did you get a complimentary box of Fruit Loops? From... No, I didn't because we uh-huh. had to because this was the first time I went to the Dominican years ago, with just my mom. And we just had to kind of bribe the guy to let me in to hold the birds. <laughs> you know what, man? Gave him a few bucks and we're like, I want to hold the birds. And he's like, yeah, all right, come on in. Yeah, OK, I guess you can hold the damn birds. That's uh, like, man, that's another funny thing about kids to completely take it off subject, but sort of the same like. Man, like, because lots of cereals had, like, animal mascots. And um, I remember, like, being really little. Like, I'm maybe seven or eight, so my brother's four or five. And we go to the Toronto Zoo for the first time. Now, we've I've briefly touched on this before, being older now. I fucking hate zoos. I think they're shitty. Um, But, uh, because the animals aren't happy, man. Like, they're, like... The polar bears are like yellow, like they're just pissed. You know what I mean? Like they they don't want to be there. Anyway, we see a tiger at the fucking Toronto Zoo. And my brother, I remember my brother asking my mom, do they feed them Frosted Flakes? (laughs) And I was like, do they? Because I'm not much (laughs) I'm not much older. I'm just like, do they like they're good question. Sponsor us Frosted Flakes, uh, more specifically Kellogg's. Um, yeah, it, it just was one of those things. And it like obviously Toucan Sam, of course, birds like fr- uh, Fruit Loops. And I remember my brother, like when we we had a bird bath in our backyard and my brother would throw Fruit Loops at the birds because he thought that they that they liked Fruit Loops. Aww. What the fuck, you know, uh, kid, kids, kids just don't know. And that's funny. Mm-hmm. Um, so, yeah, there you go. That had nothing to do with anything, did it? Nothing ever does. Um, when my mom and I were in BC a few years ago, we went up a mountain, and because um, they're they're known for having these birds that'll land on you if you like hold out like seeds or something. So we brought like some like muffins and like crumbled up some muffins, and then I have some again on my Instagram all of these birds. Uh... They they want my <laughs> they want my banana yeah. muffins yeah don't say that don't say what you're about to say for sure that wouldn't have been good um I, say what I want I'm laughing because I thought you were gonna say because you go oh like you know in BC they're there uh, we go up this mountain and they're known for having these birds or whatever <laughs> I thought you were gonna say they're known for having mountains <laughs> That too. They are known for that. Oh fuck. That'd be so funny, man. Oh my god. I was in Hawaii. They're known for having volcanoes. 
Oh my god! In case you didn't know, <laughs> that's so funny, man. <laughs> Imagine somebody be like assuming their audience was that daft. Yeah, I went up this mountain in BC. Something they're known for having. <laughs> <laughs> that's so funny. <laughs> I don't know why that's so funny to me, man. Yeah, I was in the desert in Egypt. Something they're famous for. Oh my god. <laughs> Dude, we are stupid, man. And I am I am culprit number one. Oh my god. That is so funny. Yeah, you know, you ever seen them? They have them. <laughs> Fucking A. That's great. I got one last thing. I, I don't know what else you have down, but I've got one last thing. I saw this today, so I didn't text it to you because I was busy. Um not that I'm too busy to text my friends, but I saw this day and I kind of forgot about it. Dude, okay. I saw a story today uh, on, on Twitter where scientists say that they think they can recreate dinosaurs in less than five years. And I... And there's all those movies explaining why that's a bad idea. <laughs> yeah, I was so pissed off. I was like, guys, now I know that's a popular joke. Like, obviously, we shouldn't create dinosaurs. Look what happened. But um, honestly, like, yeah, what more do you need? How on earth do you figure that's a good idea? It... Listen, I would love to hold many dinosaurs. Oh, my God. Yeah. <laughs> that would be the next thing on the list. Had a little a triceratops. Little, a little itty bitty um, pterodactyl in my hand. That would, yeah. that would be enough for me to change my parrot picture profile. Maybe let it... Uh... Maybe let it eat muffin potentially, and no, I'll train it. Like um, uh, muffin, muffin won't. Shoot, you know what what's... though? Actually, I think muffin would take down a T Rex. I honestly do. She is thick, girl. Stop! Stop making fun of muffin. <laughs> Get your microphone out of your teeth. Oh God. That's the worst. I don't care. No, dude. <laughs> seriously, why would you? What? We don't need that, dude. We've already got. We've already got coronavirus. North Korea. President Trump. Land before time. Petrie. Petrie. I was. I was. I had peachy in my mind, and I was like, "That's not. Yeah. What is it? Petrie. Thank you. Petri it's Petrie. It's Petrie, brother. I've seen them all. I love Land Before Time. God, I love Land Before Time. It's they the they ripped. They were such good movies as kids, dude. Like I had a Land Before Time lunchbox. Um, Littlefoot, dude, ripping it up. Um, so long neck. <laughs> yeah, I. This is such a bad idea. Like, because I mean, you know, if we're gonna create dinosaurs, like we're not gonna stop at the fun ones. We're gonna. <laughs> they're gonna make the the angry ones and i don't i don't know about you but 10 years from now i don't really feel like trying to outrun a pack of fucking velociraptors so well listen no offense but if the cavemen could do it i think i could do it <laughs> i think could i could do it listen but people still exist dinosaurs don't so that's probably a sign that this is a bad idea. Like they're gone for a reason. They 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 played their hand and lost. It's over for them. 
and birds and alligators and shit are still around and they're basically prehistoric anyway so like they're still yeah, like sort chickens. of around chickens yeah the bird chickens i've never are... held a chicken i have so... they suck they're assholes they like they take their shitty feet claws and like rip at you until you put them down they don't enjoy it um now maybe that's the pack mentality because like they just freak out when there's a thousand of them but yeah i don't know dude they're they're not that cool and you know what real dinosaurs isn't that cool either although i will say this the universe now not to you know anger anybody or whatever actually i don't care they're making lots of money the universal studios like thing in orlando or whatever the fuck they could actually be helped by some real dinosaurs because when i went there a number of years ago and knew that they had a jurassic park world there at universal i was so fired up i was like dude this is going to be sick. Now, I went right after like Harry Potter World first opened. So I'm fired up about Potter and I'm like, let's do this. Potter and dinos. Yes. Because I love Jurassic Park. Um, I get there and I'm expecting to be bewildered by animatronic cool dinosaurs all over the park. And I was... The child in me was thoroughly heartbroken as i walked around going is that it i was so pissed this place it cost like 300 dollars to get in first of all and on top of the mad profits they're making off people just going in the movies are like multi-billion dollar films and you can't even get like a fucking guy in a raptor costume to chase me through the park what the fuck is going on here universal you're holding out you know what they're doing man they're paying their executives too much just like colleges um i yo i'm sure they made improvements to it and i know they have but when i was there like there's just lots of plants and shit around there's one big statue of a t-rex stomping on one of the jeeps but it's a statue it doesn't even move i'm like god damn it make its head move like at least make the thing roar at me for god's sake like what are we doing here you're holding out on us the only moving dinosaurs were on and by the way there were two rides I'm sure there's more now. The only moving dinosaurs were on the roller coaster ride and they weren't even that cool. I'll say this, like there's a part in it. I'm not spoiling anything. The ride's been out for ages. If you haven't been too bad. Uh, I have not been. Okay. Well, there's a part where you're going up, up, up before the big drop down the final drop and you're going up and it's like a dark tunnel and Raptors like come at the fences and shit. That's sick. I was like, Holy shit, this is scary. And then at the end, you, you get to the top, and as you drop down into the water and get splashed at the end of the ride, a big T-Rex head comes down and looks like it's going to eat you. It's, it's awesome. But that didn't make up for the rest of it. Now, I saw a video recently where, like, because I don't know if a lot of people know this, but when Steven Spielberg made that movie, like the first one, a lot of the effects were practical. Now, they did a ton of – they made a ton of crazy advancements in CGI – uh, with that movie, Stan Winston, the guy that used to um, be an incredible uh, effects director, like revolutionized how they did CG in that movie. That's why the dinosaurs look so sick. But a lot of it was practical. And some of it, like some of the scenes like where they're in the kitchen, 
I'm assuming you've seen Jurassic Park, Fiona. I have seen uh, most of the first one with Chris Pratt. Okay, so that... <laughs> That's so much Jurassic Park. <sighs> okay. Well, in the first one, for the people who are humans and have watched the movie, um, there's that part where the raptors are walking in the kitchen and like their their toes are tapping on the floor with their big claws. That's a dude in a suit. And so I'm like, you know, you can't tell me that dudes can't be on little stilts in the raptor rubber getup and run around and like scare the shit out of kids because like that's so fun. Um, they have that now. Like there's a thing that you do where kids come and like there's like a dinosaur handler and they bring a guy out and he's in a raptor thing and like the head's controlled by a guy with a remote control, but he's in there walking around and the raptor's like, rah, I was like, what the fuck? Where was that when I was there? The f- my, my inner child was destroyed that day when I saw no moving dinosaurs at all in Jurassic Park. And they weren't fucking there. And now years later, I see this prick walking around in a in a raptor costume scaring people. I'm like, dude, I would have given anything to be walking through the park that day and have that guy jump out of the bushes at me. That would have been awesome. I would have taken a selfie. No, I'm not going back. It's like a bajillion dollars to go in there. And it's not even that good. Even and you know what? This maybe this is controversial. Even Harry Potter world is not that good. It's so overrated and not cost efficient at all for the experience you get. Um, that's all I have to say about that. Now, mind you, that's coming from a guy that doesn't really enjoy rides per se. Oh, well, you're crazy then. But he, well, <laughs> why don't you hold on over there? Okay. Well, <laughs> you want another Michelin hand or. Uh... <laughs> there's a lot of doors in our building yeah come at me saying. through the screen bro like break my hand <laughs> bro yeah uh, that's funny oh jeez um, I just have one more thing on the list and it's something fun to end on please um, yeah um, I just want to know like some of your favorite summertime bevies alcoholic non-alcoholic what do you like to drink on a hot summer day I, oh, I sounded really I, yeah well hot summer day I can't even do it now yeah okay <laughs> two things first <laughs> of very all Canadian <laughs> the first time you did it you sounded as so Canadian <laughs> on a hot summer day then when you tried to <laughs> imitate yourself you sounded you went Australian what happened you're like I don't know I two can't se- <laughs> two seconds after you said it you tried to find yourself and went to a completely different continent you're like oh hey what do you like to drink on a hot summer day eh? and then you're like oh <laughs> how did i do that ah what do you like to drink on a hot summer day what happened i cannot do like a canadian accent so i literally don't know where that first one came from that was so i don't know funny. how to recreate it but both I'm glad of, that it's on <laughs> on tape so I can listen back to it. Both of your attempts at that were really funny on two different <laughs> continents. Thank you. You're welcome. We got a, a worldly view here. My favorite bevy? Uh, you know, dude, I I mean, a beer is just like a, a sick beer. Like, I, like a crisp Stella Artois is 
just dynamite. You can't beat that. A nice Guinness with or immediately after dinner. Um, it, it, like, I'm not a big liquor guy anymore. I just can't do it. But, like, I love Pink Whitney, obviously, the stuff that the, the Chicklets guys put out. Uh, it's a great lemonade vodka mix. I've been trying for so long to buy it. It's, <laughs> and I have can't failed find it, dude. every it's, time. It's my sold friend, out everywhere. My friend has some, so she's going to let me try it. But she has to research um, proper drinks to make with it. Um, so All, if, anyone, if you have any suggestions or if anyone has any suggestions of what um, mixed I drinks do. they like, I do. share. It, all you need with that is more lemonade because like you can yeah, drink it I, straight yeah. but it's pretty harsh just more ice and more pink lemonade two shots of the whitney and then pink lemonade on top of that dynamite dynamite don't but, but you could drink like four of them and be absolutely <laughs> smashed so i like that i like a gin and tonic i mean i i, I like g and t's they're pretty sick kate's dad makes great g and t's um other than that, I don't know, man. I'm not a big cocktail guy. Like, they're okay. Like, I don't know. There aren't any that I really reach for. I just, you know, um, if I was to order, you know what I will say though, dude, and this may surprise some people, but it probably doesn't. I love pina coladas and getting and caught getting in caught the rain. In the rain. There you go. <laughs> Thank you. She hasn't seen Jurassic Park, but she knows the fucking lyrics to that song. Come she on. Know the lyrics to that. Is that related? No, but that song's old as shit. Yeah, but everyone knows that song. Okay, man. Come on, man. Well, just. <laughs> I love Obviously, I know Pina Coladas. Yeah, I love Pina Coladas. I think they're. I don't I know what anyone's doing at midnight, but. <laughs> <laughs> That's great. Listening yeah. to this podcast, hopefully. What are your favorite bevies? <laughs> Why don't you fill me in? Yeah, okay. So if I'm getting fun and fancy, um, <laughs> I... <laughs> what? Okay, go I ahead. Like I'm putting effort into making like a summer like patio drink. Um, yeah. My strawberry daiquiri is fun. Get some I nice like those. Get... Yep. Yeah, the white rum. You, get, you mix, you blend it up real nice. It's good. I don't like pina coladas. I hate coconut. Okay. Like, I That's... hate I hate coconut. That's fair. Okay. Um, but I appreciate it for what it is. Right. Why um, did you stare directly into my eyes through the camera when you <laughs> said that? Did I? You stared at me so angrily. I hate <laughs> coconut. Because it's so passionately to... do I dislike coconut. But you said it looking at me in an aggressive way. Well, what are I'm you... sorry. I didn't mean to. <laughs> Do I make you feel like coconuts? Like, <laughs> like I, I'm sometimes, sorry, whatever I did. No. <laughs> okay. Yeah, daiquiris. No. I'm on board with that. Yep. Yeah. Um, um, raspberry vodka and iced tea is always good and refreshing. Now that you mention iced tea, I like Long Island iced teas. I think they rip pretty hard. Nice yeah. lemon slice on the top. Whoopsh. Yeah, they're good, dude. I, I like those two. The craviest, yeah. re craziest revelation. What did I say? Craviest? Yeah, you did. The craviest. Like I, I just needed it in my life. <laughs> the opposite of that, actually. When I found out that Long Island iced teas don't have any iced tea in it, 
and just coke and like a bunch of liquor yeah. i was mind boggled and a little upset because i love iced tea yeah iced tea rips one yeah, summer good. um palm bay whatever company drink whatever they had like palm bay iced teas and that was the best drink ever um, way better than regular Palm Bay's. Coors Light did that too. They had like that Coors iced tea thing too. It's beer, so it's garbage. That was the big thing a couple years ago was beers like putting fruit and shit in their drinks, and I was like, stop yeah. this, stop, <laughs> stop the insanity. No. Do you have any others? Yeah. Like, are there any other? Um, suggest something to me. Give me something to try. Oh, I'm a very adventurous. I usually just like. Like I kind of, I kind of stopped at raspberry iced tea and I, a raspberry vodka and iced tea because I'm like, this is something that works. Um, I don't know, vodka and anything is my go-to. I don't like beer. I don't like dark liquors. Fair enough. There you go. Yeah. Just a nice. Uh, yeah. A nice vodka shot. There yeah. you go. On a hot summer day. Pretty much. I made a smoothie today. Uh, yeah, they're fun. You can dump a little bit of booze in those. I didn't. Speaking of, <laughs> speaking of that, I mean, yeah, I like toad venom. Toad venom is good. I don't know what that is. Toad venom, it's just like orange juice and vodka. Oh, that's just a, a screwdriver. Yeah, well, uh, see, I always thought, isn't a screwdriver orange juice, cranberry juice, and vodka? No. Oh, so maybe that's Toad Venom. It's just whatever Slash used to drink, he call, he referred to the cocktail, which could be called that, as Toad Venom. And so I call it Toad Venom. But I, I like okay. that, too. Half half OJ, half cranberry, and vodka, which I just I just call it Toad Venom. How about that? Um, okay. It's, it's delightful. Bloody Toad Venom, maybe. Or a fun mimosa at brunch. Champagne and orange juice. Mimosas are good, too, yeah. I'm actually discovering I like a few good cocktails yeah. now that you mention it. <laughs> but I want our, all of our listeners to give some uh, some suggestions via Twitter, Facebook, email. Give me something fun to try this summer. Yeah, expand our horizons, even even mm-hmm. all the way from Australia, maybe, because that's where Fiona went like five minutes ago. <laughs> give us give us your what? <laughs> on a give us your summer, summer day, day suggestions <laughs> out on the body. <laughs> Wow. Hey, Ben, I wonder if you're listening to this podcast. I'm not trying to make fun of Australians. I'm not either. <laughs> I think Australians are the coolest fucking people ever, dude. I, Daniel Ricardo, like the, the F1 driver. I love that guy. He's so funny. I think Australians are like the nicest people, man. They, they yeah. seem so cool. They're like nicer Canadians. They really are. They, I, there, was an Australian, uh, there was an Australian lass in my um, general arts program in a f- couple of my classes at Fanshawe, and she was so cool. She was super, super cool. Yeah. Anyway, how cool. Yeah, I don't know how we got on that. Um, this show doesn't make sense. No. The show <laughs> doesn't make sense. I don't know why you listen, but if you do, thank you and that. keep doing it. No, I. You should listen because we're just we're just it's being so goofy fun. for the sake of it. We are fun, man. We believe it or not, we're such fun people. Oh man, I would hang out yeah. with myself. <laughs> I would hang out with us so hard. <laughs> I would hang out with us so hard. So many space. games and yeah, <laughs> I would have I would, fun time. Dude, get a beach house and just party it up. Yeah, but we both hate the beach. <laughs> yeah, hot summer day. 
Oh, God. That's great. I don't know how that happened. But All I'm right. glad it happened. Yeah, no, that was perfect. We're, we're done. You've got a promising acting career, maybe. Um, if this podcast doesn't work out, uh, hashtag World Tour 2022, uh, you know, maybe you can get into acting. All right. Uh, we appreciate you guys listening to this show, man. Just utter insanity. We're having fun here. We're just trying to goof off a little bit and maybe make some people laugh. Uh, you know, man, and and the best way to do that is to subscribe to the show and tell other people to subscribe. Dude, we're on Apple Podcasts. We're on Google Play. We're on Spotify. We're on CastBox. Oh, my God. That's so many places to download and listen to the show. So... <laughs> Dude, I'm going to be speaking with a shitty Australian accent for the rest of the night. Thank you for that. Um, you're going to have to apologize to Kate. It's um, not my fault. So, uh, I can't control what comes out of my mouth. I love Crocodile Dundee, man. If you've not seen those movies, you should watch them. Um, yeah, that's where our, 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 you know, our podcast is. Hey, man, and, and we post links to that on social media, which we also have. Yeah, I'll give them the rundown if you'd like. <laughs> I'd I, I like, like that. that a lot. <laughs> oh my god! They can get, I can't do I can't do a voice. They, Give it to him, Mike. Just on Twitter, uh, so <laughs> I can't do it. I told you I can't do it, and you pressured me. And <laughs> there we are. So you can catch us on Twitter at Sauce and Goss Pod, Facebook Sauce and Goss, and Instagram at Sauce and Goss Pod, and don't forget to email us. Um, our email is at sauce and goss at g- not at just regular sauce and goss at gmail.com. That's We'd love right. to hear from you. Tell me your drink recipes for the summer. For the summer. For the summer. Straight up. We want we, we want to hear all about it. Ah, man. I apologize to anybody in Australia that's listening to this and going, what no, no, a no. fucking shit. I apologize. Right. On my behalf. No, hey, no, man. on my behalf. Okay. If it I makes you hurt. feel... Well, yeah. I, I feel like my accent was a little better. But if you're in Australia and you're listening to this for some reason, you tell me. Um, if it makes you feel any better and you're bummed out at my poor attempt at your accent, uh, I've got a Michelin mitt. So uh, how about that? Uh, stay safe. Wear helmets on your bikes. Don't get Michelin man hands like me falling off the bike. Uh, maybe I should get training wheels. Uh, that's all I have to say for this week. I'm I'm Ryan. I'm Fiona. Oh. G'day.